Blog Talk Radio. Get involved in the conversation, 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening. Excuse me. Good evening to each and every one tonight. God bless you, and it's both our honor and a privilege to have another opportunity to share with you uh, some history. But as of today and the last uh, almost month, we've been making history around the world with the invasion of the Ukrainian Ukraine uh, by Russia. It's incumbent upon us to understand that once the Ukraine was a part of the Russia, and uh, it's a breakaway. There's a breakaway part. And they have their independence and many other countries from that Eastern Bloc were a part of of Russia that came away, Poland and others. Uh, So it's something that people want their freedom to govern themselves. And it's about 44 million. million. It's not that small of a country with 44 uh, million uh, people. They don't have the weaponry to really deal with uh, Russia. And I, I've been seeing, I've been looking at this and just going through these horrible sights of people crying and people going through what they're going through uh, in uh, the Ukraine. And Vladimir Putin, a man without a conscience, as do many, many uh, people of the uh, European area uh pretty much that way. But I just would like to say that uh, we ask that you would pray for the people. But I was very dismayed uh, listening at some of those different uh, commentators who uh, have been sent over to, uh, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, been over to, uh, talk about what's going on with the refugee uh, crisis and other things that's going over in uh, the Ukraine and how many people have been dislocated and going to into Poland and other places. Uh, I, I would just like to say, when I say it, I was very despondent with it. Race plays a factor all over the world especially in Europe, in the European countries, and not just European countries, China and many other places, race. Um, it looks like if you're African-American, you don't stand a chance. They uh, was making statements that were very, very derogatory, those uh, saying that uh, the Ukraine was a country just like Europe. The people look like us. 
What does that mean? That's a racist statement that the people looked at them. What you're saying, the people are Caucasian. And then you're saying that they are still, that's, it's a civilized country. What you're trying to say, it's not Africa or different places in South America. What you're trying to say, that, that, that uh, it's not a third world country, it's not a poor country. These are the things that different commentators was actually saying on television. And after if that wasn't enough, they were uh, they were leaving uh, people of African descent or Africans in the cold. They were not allowing them to get out. They wouldn't let them get on trains. They were caught at the border. And Poland said it wasn't their fault. And uh, the Ukrainians claimed that the, the Polans weren't the Polish people, but they wasn't being led over by both. So everywhere you look, everything you do, everywhere you look and everything you do, you will notice that this is going on. And it's just not in America, but it's all over the world. And primarily America, because we live in America, and we can see after 400 years, we still see the injustices that's still being done. Those things that are being perpetrated on earth by other folk. Now, isn't it ironic how we live through these things right here in America, and then now we see them uh, internationally and in other countries that we knew all the time. And I want you to understand that uh, these were a whole lot of the so-called what people call themselves uh, Jews or whatever actually uh, came from, not from the Holy Land, but from those areas, Ukraine and Russia and a whole lot of other places, Caucasia, uh, Lithuania and other places like that, uh, Polish Jews, uh, the people from Poland and other places, but uh, they were given the land over in uh in Asia Minor, which they call Eurasia now, because Europeans are, are claiming that part of the world. So they call it Eurasia, and that's not the original name of that place, Eurasia. But as I look at it and as I think about all the things that's going on, it's still about race. Blacks are not welcome anywhere they go. And, 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 and what's ironic about this situation, European, uh, Caucasian, or white, Amer- right, not American, but white, uh, people who say that they are white or European, of European, European descent, only make up 11% of the world's population out of seven something billion. They only make up 700 and something million, 700 and I think 9 million or less. That's all, 11%. So what, what, when you're looking at that, they're the least populated uh, group of individuals in the world. Just on the African continent itself is 1.3 million, a billion, 1.3 billion, not counting another close to 100 and something million spread it out all around from America, South America, out in the uh, Atlantic and uh, going into uh, the Gulf areas, what you call the Caribbean and the Caribbean Sea, and those areas also just right in um, 
Canada have millions. We have about 48 million in America. They have the same amount out in different parts of those different islands and things like that, especially in Brazil, maybe have more than America. And so then you even have about 12 million out from what the last count was in the European countries. So it, 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 so uh, people of African descent almost double, almost double, in which it do double the population of uh Caucasian, that's why they're so violent. And President Putin is only displaying the nature of others. Sometimes we don't look at it, but we are conquerors too. We, if a country is not acting the way that we think they act right here in America, we go over and drop a few bombs and and uh, have a war with them, knowing that. Uh, it, it, it's not really a war. It's not really a fight. Although we went into Iraq, Iraq wasn't involved in 9-11. It was Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan, and we went and and we really just went and beat up on the people and say they had weapons of mass destruction for no reason at all. And every night I've been watching uh, television closely, wondering why do we get all from Russia when there's still Saudi Arabia and many other countries that you can still get all from, and we can still do drilling and uh, many other things than to get all from uh, our adversary. Our, um, the country that uh, who supposedly is the second powerless country in the world. This person is our adversary. I never understood why would our agent president forty-five Donald Trump. I never could realize why Donald Trump would be bed partners with Vladimir Putin. Say not literally being part of what I'm talking about was so close and would take whatever Vladimir Putin said against his intelligence. One of the greatest groups that you have in America is gathering the intelligence. And what they said was he believed, say, just came straight out and said that he believed what Vladimir Putin said against the intelligence agents of uh, of America, he's been kissing up behind him the whole time. And if I've heard individuals make statements about if if Trump was in office, that wouldn't they wouldn't have went into the Ukraine, and that's not true. It wasn't nothing done about it. it wouldn't there wouldn't be the sanctions that's put on him if Trump was in office because he and Trump are, are bosom buddies. I wouldn't call it a bromance because Trump is more like the female because uh, Vladimir Putin is a hardened is a very hardened uh, military person, and Donald Trump would be no match for him. He never stood up to him. So we, we're going through that and we're facing it. I, I do ask that you will pay, that you will pray for um, the Ukrainians, uh, that you pray for the people. So, because little babies and, and others are, are dying, hospitals are, 
are, are, are getting bombed, shelled, and many other places, schools, churches are being bombed, people homes are being bombed. You know, they they don't care about who they kill. Everything is about taking land and 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 what we're gonna do. And I just want to give you a flash that we could say that what we're saying about Russia doing to Ukraine, that's what America did to the Native Americans. Came and slaughtered them and took their land from them. And moved them where they wanted them to go. So it's something that's been going on between uh, those the European natures. They are violent by nature. And and that's the whole scheme of the situation. So it, again, we're, we're dealing with that, and we have so much that we need to do with the infrastructure of uh, America. We need to get Voting Rights Act passed to make sure that people have the ability to freely vote, and their voters voters not taken away from them. We need that. We need reform with the police department with the George Floyd Act. We have so many things that's being overlooked right now. We need uh, uh, a fair living for the minimum wage, which would be about $15. They just bring it. Now, it won't bring you out of poverty, but it'll bring you where at least you could uh, have uh, some sort of sense of living. It's it, it less than that, that $14.25, more than double. I mean, that $7.25, cents an hour which is the minimum wage, and that's nowhere a person can live. With inflation study going up and the cost of living study going up, but paychecks are not going up, the cost of living for Social Security didn't go up high enough. With all these things factoring in, things are going to get tight, and if we don't learn how to manage our money, then we don't learn how to pull our resources together as Malcolm X and, and others told us that we 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 have to pull our own self out of this hole that we this rut that we're in because if we're looking for others they're not going to pull us out of the rut. They may if we start coming out of the rut, start building cities, it'll be like Black Wall Street. Maybe the government bombed the city because you, you're too prosperous. There's just so many things that's occurring right now, and. It's 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 so so uh, it it's just so despondent that every time we look around, one of our kids are being killed by the police, by the state police, the city police, by sheriffs, but. No one is, not no one, but I would say so many individuals are never punished. And it continues to go. And then for some people, some reason, Caucasian, that some, some not all Caucasian, but some of the a large majority of Caucasians wonder why are you complaining? They think something is wrong because you complain. Well, let us, let, let us start killing your children. And then tell you you shouldn't have anything to say about it. Let us have to tell you you have to tell your children and train them that if if they stop by the police, don't say anything. If they if they beat you, just shut your mouth. And when you get there, just call home. 
we're not, the African American is the only race that has to go through that, and it's a shame. It, and people should be ashamed, but you can't get shame from someone that had don't have a heart. That think violence is the only way, and that has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. I would like to just to say, like, and a lie about in in the church, lie in the church today, because I've been pastoring 28 years that biblically slavery was okay. But if you would read the New Testament in the book of Timothy, you could do First Timothy. And I think it's around that eight verse where it states, uh, eight or ten verse, where, where it tells the story, it tells you, that homosexuality, no, yeah, um, uh, sexual immorality, homosexuality, liars, and all these others, and and then they say slave traders. Like you're not going to heaven. It, it speaks of it. Just look at First Timothy, the first chapter, and round that. Read, read verse one through ten, and it will tell you all about it. And but. For some reason, uh, so many Europeans have said that God talks about it. But now, if you read it, they tell you to honor your master. Now, and 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 and, and you, you could read that, but you could read that and get the wrong impression or understanding of it, because most of the people in the time of biblical time sold themselves into to slavery or or, or, or servitude where they would make a loan or borrow something and they would have to work it, work the loan out. And once they work it, they were no longer bound for the servitude. They could leave or either they could stay there as, a, as one of the hired servants. And, and you know, uh, during slavery here in America, you weren't going to own the plantation that, that your so-called master had you after raping the people and doing something so bad. You would never own them, but if you read your Bible, you'll find out what Abraham couldn't have any kids. And he was talking to God, and he said the only person he had to leave all of his wealth to was his servant Eliezer of Damascus. That means he was not an Israelite or a Hebrew, but he, 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 was, he was just a servant. So uh, they were being treated, and if you read in Exodus, it, I think it's 21st chapter, it talks about how to treat a slave and, it, and that slave or servant. You wouldn't have beat them. They were supposed to be like a part of your family. So all what, what I'm saying is all these things that we've been told and the lies that we've been told and the different things that we've been misinterpreted by white Bible scholars and some other, but they're, they're not Bible scholars. They're just bigots that, that try to make the Bible fit their agenda. Because there's not every uh, Caucasian is what you would call a bad individual, but there are so many that are. You know, you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. So now going back, and oftentimes I always every 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 every, every uh, history talk, I, I have different individuals that that's tuning in, and it behooves me to to. Uh, Start back from the beginning because I want you as African-American individuals to know that 
the people that I'm quoting and uh, things that I'm getting up, a lot of, so much of it is coming from white scholars and black scholars, the majority of whites, and they know who you are, but you don't know who you are. They know you are the original man. You are the way, and I'm talking about those from, from Africa, those who have African heritage, that you are the original who God created first. Anything else is done but a very uh, mutation. Now, if if you would go back and I would I would uh, submit to you to start studying anthropology, zenzatropology. Uh, I mean, not zenzatropy. Excuse me, zenzatropy, zenzatropus, and uh, you get Australopithecus, and uh, you'll find out that Australopithecus deal with the only one of the oldest fossils that they ever found, which was Lucy, and that 3.2 million years ago. Can you imagine 3.2 million years ago that they had blacks walking around in Africa and they named her Lucy? Now, the people that, that uh, Don Johansson and Tom Guy, uh, they discovered the fossil of Lucy, Proconsul of Lucy, and uh, she was very short, but didn't know she was. She was able to, by her pelvis, that she was able to walk upright, not a monkey walking on, you know, fold, but was able to, to walk upright. And, 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 and so the discovery, they named her Lucy now because they discovered the fossils and, and, and they, after discovering the fossil. In, in 1974, they named her Lucy because of the Beatles had a record called Lucy in the Sky. And that was 1974, so they named, that was a hit record at the time about Lucy. And so they named her Lucy. And now this was in the southern, southwestern portion of Ethiopia. And, you know, Ethiopia border was where the Nubian people, the Sudan and others, some of the darkest people in the world uh, live in those areas. But, it, it, you know, you have Uganda and you have uh, the Tanzania and other places, all of them there, Ethiopia, you know, Somalia, and uh, you, you, all of it's right in that area, in that little circle right around Egypt. Uh We've been told for years that Egypt uh, showed by television and by mouth that, like, Egypt is Arab, but Egypt wasn't originally Arab. The Arabs are over Egypt now, but Arabs are not Egyptian. Egyptian are called the land of Kim or the Kemet, and the word Kim means black. Now, White scholars have tried to lie so that you wouldn't understand who you are and understand that them just coming out of the cave almost six, seven thousand years ago and they've been they they've been finding out that they're about forty eight spirit buildings that they can't figure out how it was built today. So they say people from outer space came in a space rocket or a spaceship and built this and gave the technology and ingenuity to build these uh, pyramids. But I, 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 I beg to differ because they have more pyramids in the Sudan. They have so many pyramids 
built in the Sudan. The people know how to build the, build these buildings and the structures. So it's something that, that we need to really, really look at. And we need to pay attention to what goes on in our life right in America and then watch the uh, world news and see what's going on around the world because people are not treating African-Americans or Africans fairly at all. This has been going on for centuries. But whenever you bring it up and say you play in the race card, you can't help but say what you have to say. You know that you are the original people. I just gave you that. If you want to look it up, look up Lucy. His name is Don Johansson and Tom Gray. They found Lucy, uh, the skeleton. It's 3.2 million years old, so that's 3,200,000 years ago. That's how far it goes back. And uh, also, they have also Mary Douglas Leakey. And Mary Leakey and her husband, Professor Leakey, they are called deal with zenzantropy. And when by this study, now Louis Leakey and his wife Mary Leakey, and uh, they began to see different things that they found, and they found these things in Old Deep Gorge around Tanzania in East Africa. They found proconsul, and you know they found many uh, fossils, but they found archaeological, anthropological uh, fossils. They found uh, an ape, which they say is the closest ancestor to people today, but they've also found humans while excavating in old these guards, and that was in about 1960. And again, that's, that's Louis Leakey and his wife, Mary Douglas Leakey, you know. You know, uh, they found uh, the, with their school of proconsul. Now, the, this age supposedly is, is, is extinct right now, and they no longer are here because they was the first start of walking upright. But now this robust Zantropus, uh that they found, they found where man was able to make tools as further back as two parts uh, six million years ago. That's during the time of the uh, discoveries that was found in um, Odeep Gorge in Tanzania. And now what's so ironic about finding these things in O.D. Gorge around Tanzania is this fact. You could know what they're talking about because Zanthropy, uh, all this simply talks about Africa, Eastern Africa. That's what it speaks about. Now, one is 1.2 and one is 2.8 I believe, 8 million years ago, uh, Professor Leakey. And it goes even further. See, when you talk about Lucy being bipedability, meaning that she could walk up, bipedability meaning that they walked up. And, and you know, it's a homo habibulus. And that's, that's, that's really about right at 2 million years ago. That's Zanthropus, uh, Zanthropy, you know, and... Uh, we need to look uh, look at that and do our study on that. Now, 
they even found some older uh, fossil uh, and footprints that was found where the uh, volcano, excuse me, volcanoes had erupted and and the people walked out in the in the soil after they had erupted and it had cooled and they left footprints and the footprints did date back to three point seven five million years ago. Uh, Tim White said came out and he said, "What came before Lucy? Artin Prophosicus, and that's four point four million years ago. There's Artin Ficus, Australopithecus was three point." Two, the three point, but the other one was more of a four point four, and that's Ardi Pificus, Ardi or Pificus, for Kip, excuse me, Ficus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ficus. Now, the the greatest anthropology came during the time of finally came in the time with the French, the British tried to hide uh, that Egypt were black, the Greek, but the Greeks, they wrote about them that the people of Egypt were black. All the great historian Herodias wrote that he learned that the Egyptians were black and Aristotle Sada also stated that they were black, and he also stated he and Herodias, they got their knowledge and their education was educated in Egypt. Now, I want us to understand that what I'm trying to get us to understand is that we are God's people. We was the first people, and I always try to related to the Bible, being that my PhD is in theology. But if you study your Bible, it talks about the Garden of Eden being about the Pishon and the Guyon River and how the Pishon uh, encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Cush. And that's Ethiopia, and that's where they found Lucy from. Cush uh, means burnt face. That was called... uh, Ethiopia, the uh, sons of Havilah. And also uh, it says, and that's the, that's your blue Nile, but your white Nile is the one that encompassed the land of Dejabudi. That's, that's, the, that's the Guyon, that's the Guyon River. One is Guyon, one is Paisa. And then it encompassed the land of Dejabudi, which is Somaliland, which is Somalia. Now, this is the Garden of Eden. If you read that about the Garden of Eden, you'll find that the Garden of Eden was uh, in Africa. And even the Greeks said that uh, Ethiopia is the home of the gods, where the god Atlas holds up the world, where there's gold and Beldonium and many other things. Now, also, and and most of the stuff that I'm quoting, I'm quoting uh, white scientists that wrote this stuff down, and they... They, but they won't teach it to our children. I know they said 
a CRT, critical race theory. They want to not allow certain things to be taught in school because they don't want their children. People would only think that a person would want their children to have a lot of knowledge. But for some reason, they're hiding from their children the truth because when their children find out that they're not superior and the things they thought that they had invented and the place they thought they had discovered, they didn't. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know you did not discover the Americas with, with 40 to 70 million people already living on a continent. How are you going to come and discover and how are you going to make them? You call the people savages, but yet you are the one that came and did a genocide on the people. Yes. Now, now listen at this closely, if you will, because this is very, very, very important. I think that this part here gets to be very important. If we trace back the DNA in our maternal inherited mitochondrial, mitochondria, excuse me, mitochondria uh, DNA, we have a common ancestor. This woman was known as mitochondria Eve. Now, mitochondria Eve lived between 100,000 to 200,000 years ago in South Africa. Now, it states that she wasn't the first human, but very, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offspring, failing to pass on the mitochondria DNA. Now, this states as a result of all of, all humans today can trace their mitochondria mean from the the female mitochondria DNA back to her. Because everybody, I don't care whether if you, I, it doesn't matter in essence whether you live in China, Japan, Korea, if you live a Pacific Islander, the way you live all around the world, if you live in Europe. Everybody carries her DNA. She had the result of the mitochondrial DNA and as a result of all humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to her. With her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in the contemporary human world since the time, since 200,000 years ago. Different populations it talks about of humans have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups that we see today. Well, yes, I'm I'm a, I'm a Japanese. I'm from Japan. I'm uh, from China. I'm a Chinese. You know, I'm from America. I'm American. I'm from Africa. I'm from Africa. I'm a European, so I'm Caucasian. But no matter where you came from, you carry this black woman gene, this black lady out of South Africa. But now, what was I so ironic about it? Over three, over, uh, over, let's say, uh, roughly about 2,300 and something years, some say close to 3,000 years, there was a man who died in South Southern Africa. He is the closest relative yet to the humanity and common female ancestor to mitochondria Eve. This guy didn't know he was a fisherman because he lived along the coast of Southern Africa. 
and that he was a close genetic match to a mitochondrial Eve. They found this fossil of him in St. Helen Bay in South Africa by archaeologist named Edward Smith of the University of Cape Town. Now, they're asking a lot of things like um, the first human came from Southern, Southern Sahara, Africa, and it is also even known as the cradle of humanity to this day and to have had the DNA sequences. You know, it talks about Kyle Ritterman and, and Armin Aubrey. Now, it, it's important that as we, we, we look over things, we learn, and we, we don't try to, to rationalize and make everyone be a certain color, make them be white, and that's what happened to the people even to this very day. They try to make everybody turn to be Caucasian. And that's not so. Everyone is not Caucasian. Now, going further into genetics, as as we've been teaching, uh, going in further into genetics, you should always look up the name by Gregor Mendo. His name Gregor Gregor Mendo, and that's why we get Mendo's laws from. In others, Gregor Mendo is is, is noted as the father of genetics. There's inheritance involved the passing of discrete units of inheritance of, of genes from parent to the offspring. Meadows, uh, you know, Mendel uh, found that a pair of P traits would either dominant or they were recessive according to the color of them. Now, they've always they've found out that dark skin is dominant. Light skin had come from a recessive gene. Brown eyes, people with brown eyes come from dominant gene, but recessive genes are blue eyes, meaning recessive. See, and, and what's ironic about this, uh, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. And people are asking the question, I'm glad that you're asking that, even right now, as, as you said, well, how can that be? They've always said that, you know, things started from being black and then, you know, time passed by and that changed. You could get the dominant from that and, and listen at this, you could take two individuals from the darkest part of the Sudan, two Africans, darkest the the that live in the Sudan where the darkest people live, and you could take that child and you could breed it with two of the darkest people and come out with an albino child that looks white. But you cannot take two whites and come up with a real dark-skinned black kid. That's not going to happen because, see, you could get the the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. So that's why it's good for you to find uh, 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 something, a person, or uh, whatever you have to do, where if you're going to be right with that person, the way uh, the, the gene pool that you have will be passed on, because you can't get the you can't get uh, the dominant from the recessive. You can't get dominant gene from 
or Caucasian, they carry uh, recessive genes. And if you look up the term dominant, dominant means to be superior, and recessive means like an under, undercurrent or something. It means uh, 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 less than. And so with that said is we have to follow through on all these things about life. Now, we've been trained and told about America and in America when they came over, what all occurred and this was this was what was happening in life in America and they had so much going on in the Americas back then. Now, before I go into that, I want you to look at something. Uh, it's called a hidden discovery, only found in black people. Carter and Tish, 19, they were copyrighted in 1996. The world DNA strand. The, and the people that did it, the 17 science, called itself the American Association for the Advancement of Science, a DNA series genome, genome and uh, Dr. William Robinson. But now what what is saying uh, with the dementics uh, drift very apart, and, and what they're talking about, the Leah's, talking about different things. But now they had Terry Tishkoff from the University of Pennsylvania in part one, African genomic Houston, I mean, humans evolved. And it talks about mitochondria, a DNA is a, a single uh, lineage of inheritance, the nuclear, and that's from the female, but the nucleus or the DNA found in both parents, you know, you could see with a female, you got XX, with a man, you got X and Y. Both uh, parents, male and female, the different source of DNA in, in the human cell is topoplasm, psychoplasm, mitochondria DNA, chromosome, and the nuclear. We have to learn how to deal with that and put our studies going along with that. Now, that nuclear, that CNA, awesome pain, you know, they're going on right now, but uh, it's awesome. The pairs and the six chromosome, 3.4 billion bases, and the genome. So, we have to listen at this now. When they when they're going that they're even going further now. We're about to get in and talks about measuring uh, the level of intelligence now. Uh, whites have a different DNA series uh, than uh, uh, blacks rather, and the greater uh, genomics. Okay, okay. These the genom genomics and genomics are a measure of intelligence. And that's called a global pattern of disequilibrium. And I think I've been telling you guys to look it up because all you're going to find out is that that disequal, you know, librium uh, broke down in the series and sequence. 
Now, now it's incumbent upon us that the sequencing that the DNA is different from DNA series. The 15 uh, scientists wrote a copy, and they didn't publish it. These white scientists, and but they they did not publish it. But what they wrote about was uh, the different sequences and series, and they found out that the uh, higher your series level was, the more intelligent that you were going to be. And the sequence is, uh, is just to tell where you what part of geographic that you come from. But now, this is something. The DNA series of, of, with, with that is, is, I had like three. Like, not, excuse me. The first test that they did, they test to the, the find out how many series with series would tell how intelligent that you are and how close you are to be a genius. Now, they test the orangutan because they were trying to go with the ape family because they say that's where man originated from, but I totally disagree. Now, they wrote a book on it. Again, it's the global pattern of uh, global disequilibrium. Now, You'll find out that since they say that mankind came from the apes, they start testing the orangutan, which had three series. That's that's less. But when they called for the uh, big gorillas, they had four CCs. And then when they come with um, with the uh, chimpanzees, they had five series. Then when it came with the five, when they came with the white males that were just watching, they found that they had six series that they were above the the orangutan, the gorilla, and the chimpanzee. And they went and and that was the Egyptians. They found out that they didn't have to go away. That was the Egyptian, and that's what they, they what what stood out. Now. You will find out that that after that, that was the white folk. They when they tested white folk all over the world, they had six series. Many they were smarter than I said the chimp, the gorilla, or the orangutan, than any other animal, and that you could get that response. And you, uh, either you have to you know cover it up and then go forward with it. And what I'm saying, the cover-up was this. They didn't test Africans. The whites and uh, Asians, when I'm talking about Asians, I'm talking about Japanese, Chinese, and all these other people that pass, try to pass for Caucasian. Well, they had six series. Now, remember, the higher the series, the more uh, likely you are to be a a genius. Now, the African has a total of about six series or seven series. But the, the West Africans carry nine series, meaning that they're more intelligent than any other person. Matter of fact, they're three series higher than any European or any any uh, person from China and other. And that should give us some some. Something to ponder on as African American. 
Now, this was 15 white scientists that did this, and it's called the Global Patterns of Disequilibrium. So now, let, let, let's go a little bit further. And you said, say, well, Dr. Kemp, you said that the people, that Africans are more apt to be smarter because these 15 uh, scientists came together, and you call it the Global Patterns of this equilibrium that tells how smart a person could be. Well, the, the point to the fact that as soon as blacks got into tennis, they were taking over tennis. As soon as they let them in basketball, they took over basketball, baseball. Everything that blacks have gotten into did surpass whites. You know, fiber optic was invented by a black woman. GPS, a black woman. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, but that was done by, by black folks. I know most of you didn't know when you're traveling, you're using that GPS, that global positioning system was invented by black. Even one of the things, one of the... Uh, Resignation for COVID came from a black woman, a young black woman, about 34 years old. Now, it, it goes even more in depth. The ladies that figured the trajectory and, trajectory and the fuel and other things to get to the moon were black female. They even had a movie about them called The Hidden Figures. Now, the object that we mostly everybody have and can around right now is the cell phone. A black person uh, <coughs> invented that. The typewriter, the gas mask, the safety glove, the elevator, the clothes dryer, the air conditioning unit, the almanac, the blood plasma pack, the lawnmower, the lube cup, the refrigerator, the spark plug, the stethoscope the thermostat control, the traffic light, the electric bulb. And there are many, many more inventions that blacks have contributed to to the very day. And and that's what we have to be careful about is the fact that we have so many more inventions that we were able to do. And if you think I'm kidding you, there's a lady, she's an elderly white lady, and she has been on several television shows, and she always talks about race. She once said, we wouldn't have to have Black Lives Matter if we didn't have 300 years of Black Lives Don't Matter. Matter. And her name is Jane Elliott. Elliot. You know, she's an anti-racism activist. And then Dr. Keith Change explained that White people is a mutation of black Africa race. Foolish, you know, in the case. We need we need to understand where we come from. We need to get the understanding that we're not dumb. We're not dumb. And when we think about all these people that that's been gone down in the last couple of years, like like Sarah Blaine and Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Sean Reed, Manuel Ellis, uh, 
Antoine Rose, Michael Brown. Uh, I, I, <coughs> I'm Eric Gardner, Victor White, Jamal Clark, Alvin Sterling, and uh, Dante Wright. There's so many more that just have fallen by at the hand of the police department. We're not asking that they do away with the police, but that the police stop killing us. And just right here, a guy named Green. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me get some water here. I've been talking. It seems as though my throat is getting dry. Excuse me. And we need to learn that that, that whites are no more than a mutation of you. But I, I want to go back to before Christ. I want to go back. Uh, Christ is about a little over 2,000 years ago. But I'm going to go back over 3,000, 3,000, maybe uh, 3,000, maybe 400 years ago, 500 years ago, 3,000, excuse me, 3,005 years ago, when there were blacks already in the Americas, and the name was Olmec people or Omic people. And they talk about the Olmec uh, colossal heads. And and they were made of stone, and some of them from 9 to 14 feet tall. They're large basalt boulders. Uh, the range and the height, you know, I told you the height usually from 9 foot to 14 foot. Uh, now, Omic is a civilization of ancient Mesoamerican now, but they're black. You You have to see the stone. These pictures of some are in Mexico and Levanta, Saint Lorenzo, Tres Tabasco, Zapapati, Veracruz. You know, some dating back twelve. I tell you, twelve hundred years before BC, before the advent of Christ, and there's seventeen of them that they've uncovered. So that we need to start paying attention that we we've been in America for many years. Now you now those of you who just a little hungry and want to talk about well what happened to the fact that we got white and black and about the system that we live in and let let's look at some at this form of a mutation. I like the term. We need to look up terms and see what it means. The word like a mutation and a variant. You know, they say that um, COVID-19 was a disease, but when it mutated, it mutated to the Delta variant and it mutated again to another variant, which is Omicron. Now, it's, imp- it's imperative that we look at this. Okay. The mutation, if you look up the definition, is the change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by the alteration of a single base unit in DNA or the deletion, assertion, or rearrangement of large section of genre and that's where um 
this comes from the rearrangement of the gene and the, the you know, the depletion uh, or insertion or rearrangement of a large section of people living in certain areas. Okay, now, Webster also defined a variant. Now, this thing, variant, just rings a bell so much to me. A variant is a form of variant of something that differs in some respect from other forms of the same thing or from a standard. In other words, if you once was dark, now you light because you moved away from the equator and you moved up up, up further north. Now, I, I like to address certain things because we're living in a time that we're being tested and it's a time whereas uh, we're going through this thing with uh, the Ukraine and other places that, 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 you know, you hear about all these different wars and you have different individuals going out and, 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 and you know, they, they, we, we're talking, but we're not talking, trying to change things that everybody would see the, and respect the nature of others and the destiny. You know that these people have have uh, passed and left money for others to come together and to try to learn, but at the same time we're using race to keep us apart. Now I was telling you that the Omic people had been here for so many years, but the Omic people needed someone that they could learn from. You know, and uh, Omic had to had to had to learn from someone too. Uh, now, I want us to understand this after modern humans established themselves in Africa, small populations of them breast out to establish a foothold in Asia before spreading to Europe and breaking, um, you know, and breaking bread in America. So we have all these things just to look at. You know, we need to put that down. In, the, in our vocabulary so that we'll understand that it's smaller population because there are so many different countries that makes up that one continent. Uh, I oftentimes I talk about, too, about how we've been lied to for so long. And, and what are you talking about? We lied to that. We were cursed to be black, but Ham never cursed. I mean, not Ham, but Noah never cursed Ham. He covered his son Canaan, and that was supposed to be. Uh, well, they know that people try to portray them as being white, and they're not. And they try to portray it that everything black is bad. You know, it's it's like having a demagogue or a political leader who seek seek support uh, by applying to, you know, the desired uh, subsequent things that's going on and the prejudice uh, of an ordinary people rather than by using a rational arrangement. Now, they said that blacks were, were, were cursed to be Black, and, and and that's not true. The original people were black. I just showed that to you. But 
to prove that, all you have to do is turn to Second King, the fifth chapter, verse twenty-seven. And I want you for to look over that now. That's not so. There's no way in the Bible that say a person was cursed to be uh, black. But now they did say that the person was cursed to be leper white. And Naomi leprosy was clean to then now they did since they got that straight of their um, government, that big full and stuff. So now, but there's a place where in Second Kings five and twenty-seven, where they say that God did curse someone to become skinless to turn white, and that was uh, the curse uh, of Jehovah, which they call about the curse of Naaman. And as you read it in Second Kings twenty five and twenty-seven. It says the leprosy will cling to you and to your descendants forever. And Jehovah went from the presence of Elijah with his skin was leper white. And so this tells us that the scriptures tell us that. Now, we need to start reading different books like from Malcolm X and different other things and have people that if you you trying to learn there's a lot of people that would want you to exact this so they could have these things exactly what we need exactly who or what is a Jew and if you read what Dr. John Hendrick Clark Marcus Garvey lecture so we have to have to look at that that this guy, John Henry Clark, is a stand-up guy. He will stand up for his people, and he will not flinch in doing the right thing by his people. Now, we, we went back in, in, in time, and we talked about the about Zantropy, Australopithecus. I also, I leave you a couple of nuggets and things like that. I told you earlier that Africa had three parents about 3.3 million people, but you have to understand that uh, blacks uh, in the Car in the Caribbean make up about 50 million, right now 48 million. The same thing about uh, in the USA, and it's one million blacks that they have. The estimate is in uh, Canada. 1.5 million blacks have made it to New Mexico. Five million blacks live in Brazil, 400,000 in Australia, 159,000 blacks living out with Flynn. So with, with all that saying, uh, there's so much going on, and we, we, we need to do a lot more research and find out about ourselves now. It's, it's uh, something to understand that when you're talking about man looking different, but man didn't leave out of Africa about 70,000 years ago, that's when they call out of Africa, when everyone left out of Africa and went populated the rest of the world. You know, after modern humans established themselves in Africa, smaller populations, uh, it talks about branched out to establish foothold in Asia. 
talking about Euro Asia, talking about what they call Euro Asia, but they're talking about where the Holy Land is and where Syria, Lebanon, Iran, I mean Iraq, Kuwait. So uh, in that area, but it, it says that smaller branches branched out to establish foothold in, in, in Asia, and then they left from that part of Asia Mind. They went west into, they went east, then they went west into Europe and reaching America. And and that that's where we're at right now with this, is just reaching out and find out how they left and how they've been, how they got over. And I told you about the Omeg people. The Omeg people are blacks that was in America. So let us look up and let us begin to study and hold fast to the teaching and some other terms I I would like you to look up is the fact that uh, by Beta Israel, Palatia, they are the Ethiopian called of Ethiopian Jews. Well, they they call themselves that because that's what the people do. Now they also have some other uh, other folk that say that talks about being uh, uh, Israelite, and that's the Limba people which is the Levitica tribe. So and then we have the Ebos, which is Nigerian Jews. So it is it's so much stuff that we need to try to get into. I don't have time to continue to go off into it, but uh because right now things are just at a at, at a it's 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 just hurting. It's when I when I try to just fix my mouth to talk about what's going on in the Ukraine when I see the little children running for their lives and I know in the past that our parents had to do the same same thing and uh, that we've been through that running from the clans and scared to leave the plantations that because of what's gonna happen and so many things are, are just instrumental in what's going on with us even to this very day that we face the systemic racism of America, that that the racism is built up in the fabric and what this country stands for and who it is. And it, it just behooves me that we need to do this. And when I say behoove me, we need to do this. We need to do this for all of our people and for all mankind. We need to come together, both black, white, rich, poor, the Bible says the, the, the rich and the poor meet together, and the Lord is the maker of them all. So uh, let us try to come together. And I want to say this. Uh, you might think that I, I'm, I'm a person that's prejudiced with other things, but I'm not a person that's prejudiced. I just, I'm just i a person that want to get the, let the truth be told. And uh, it's time that our kids not... Uh, learn where so they won't have low self-esteem it's time that we do certain things and try to get ourselves out of a rut that we're in and things so let us continue to pray and let us continue to study and let me tell you guys something iron sharpens iron if you want to you could get it you can learn so much from it you just need to know the books and get those books and start studying them and you'll be so happy with yourself because you'll learn who you are and who's you are. Um, Rum Williams, you could open it up now for our Q&A. 
Amen. Amen. God bless you, uh, Dr. Kemp. I tell you, uh, that w- as I listen to history talk, uh, something just hit me, and, and, and it's amusing because I got to say it. It's like, you know, as you're growing up, you heard you heard sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt me. Uh, uh, the truth is hurting everybody out there now that don't know and don't want it told. So we thank you, uh, Dr. Kim, for telling the truth uh, because uh, uh, the truth does hurt. and uh, uh, But we have to go through that pain to get to the truth. So thank you, sir. Uh, the lines are open. Uh, God bless you. Welcome to the show. If you'd like to uh, speak to Dr. Kim, uh, 858-357-9137. It's all yours, Dr. Kim. Go back at it. Amen. It's Q&A time. Uh, question and answer. If there are any questions, uh, any comments, uh, someone would like to add something to our discussion tonight, the uh, uh, lines are open. Thank you, and I'm, God bless you for tuning in. Come on in. Amen, amen. Is there anyone that would like to ask a question? or have something or information they would like to share. The lines are open. Okay. Guess not, Pastor. Uh, they're there, but I uh, guess no one give out all that informative information. So. <laughs> Amen. Uh, well, I've often said that the only dumb question is one not asked. And, you know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. We have to understand that if you are studious, that you uh, you, could, you, could, you could Google it, uh, the, the mystery, the my- mysterious origin of the Eskenaz Jews. The mysterious origin of the Eskenaz Jew, and that's the major group of people that's in the Holy Land today. And you will find out that they are not Israelites or Hebrews. They 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 are not. They're really from overweight around the Ukraine, the Baltics, and uh, Russia, and other places in that area. Uh, it's so much that's that's there to learn. Uh, but now they are converts. They they convert. They converted to the religion. So it it just so much. And if you read through your Bible, you'll find out that those Bible characters that they paint everybody white. When you look at the books that you read, that those Bible Bible characters were black. Uh, they're the definition that they have of Ham in Zondervan Bible Dictionary. It's a definition that they define Ham. And when they define Ham, they define Ham as being the progenitor of the dark race. And then they say Ham is the youngest son of Noah, in which they say Ham was born 96 years before the flood. But it go on to say that being born 96 years before the flood, they say that that Ham was the progenitor of the dark race. And they said that he was the progenitor of the dark race, which is Ethiopia, Egypt, Libya, 
Canaan and the Canaanites, but he is not the progenitor of the Negro, but not of the Negro race. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that the Negroes uh, is what they call blacks here when I was coming up as a kid. They, they were called colored people, then they called them Negroes. And they said that uh, Ham is not the progenitor. So the Negroes would have to be the Semitic people because they know that Japheth left and went up in Europe, supposed to be that of the, the European. And how do I how do I know the Bible uh, agrees with me? Well, the first thing I would say was Abraham came from or the Chaldees of the Mesopotamia close to five thousand years ago. But now, if you look at it, the, that's the Sumerans, and uh, they say the Sumerian was chocolate with stout noses. That means almost black, real, real dark brown with wide noses. Okay, now then you go further, and you say Joseph's brother sold him into bondage in Egypt, and you just heard that Ham is the progenitor of the dark race, and they call call Egypt the land of Kim, mean the land of blacks. Now, when you get to know that, Joseph passed for Egyptian. Then when Moses went there, Moses passed for one because when he killed the Egyptian, he fled to the land of Mid- Midia, which is Ethiopia. And it's when his wife Zipporah saw him, she told her father that father we found an Egyptian. So what you learn from what's being said and it talks about David grandmother Tamar was one, and all these other ladies. They they were were uh, 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 well, what you call them? You see what you call them? Say that Ham was the progenitor of uh, of the Canaanites. Well, then that means they were black. Well, the, well, Rahab was a Canaanite. That was David's. And then if you uh, get a paint book, uh, you could find an X to show you uh, paint, the paint, the color of paint that is ruddy. And it's a dark reddish brown. It is not light. It's not red. It's brown. It looks more brown. Then if you go to your New Testament and book of Acts 21 and 28, they took Paul. They thought Paul was an Egyptian. So, I mean, it's all through your book. They say David came with his ruddy appearance. Look up. get, get if, if if you're going to paint your house, you go and ask them for what color do you, you want to see ruddy paint. And the only thing ruddy is a dark brownish red, a dark brown, reddish like. Got a little red tint to a dark brown. That's ruddy. And that's the ruddy appearance, but they'll tell you, now, if somebody slaps somebody white or, or they laugh, they got a little red tint come to their skin, that, that's what it was. That's not true. That's not ruddy. There's so much that's been hidden from you, but you don't, well, not you, but we don't necessarily do research to find out what's going on. And long as you're blind to the fact that people have hid these things from you, you will live in the blind. Amen? And so again, if there anyone have a question, the line is open. Hi. 
Uh, you on the air? You like to talk to Dr. Kemp? I thought I heard someone. Yeah, I guess they did. I, I guess they didn't know their phone was unmuted, Pastor. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Well. Yeah. I heard somebody say it on. You live on the air with Dr. Kemp. If you like to talk to him. <laughs> Let me oh. Why are you talking? Oh, he got a radio broadcast. <laughs> they don't. They, they. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> I can hear them talking. I hear one voice, and it sounds like a female who sounds like she's related to me. <laughs> and a dead. And I can hear someone in the background say, "Oh, he has a radio talk show too." So I don't. So, but I guess they don't have any question they like to ask. So, if we don't have any questions that need to be asked, or uh, someone that would like to share, we're going to go on and close with the prayer and um, just thank each and everyone who tuned in tonight. I pray that the things that I say was a blessing because I pray that it, it could it, it, it reach someone to open your, your eyes that you'll do some studying to find out about yourself because if you wait for others to teach you, they're not going to teach you because you no longer will feel inferior. Amen. God bless you. Heavenly Father, we come in the matchless name of Jesus. Father, we just want to say thank you. Lord, thank you for our going out and our coming in. Thank you, Lord, for the things that have been said, for the things that have been shared, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for letting us know about ourselves. And, Lord, let us thank, let, let, let everyone know and let everyone understand that no matter if you're black or if you're white, all white folk came from Africa. They know this, Lord, but they won't tell the truth. They know it, but they won't teach the truth. Each and every one, no matter where you came from, you're originally from Africa. That's where life began. Father, now we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for all the major inventions and all the things that blacks have accomplished and done under all these stressful and dire circumstances that blacks have had to go through just to be able to to, to sit at the table. Lord, we're sitting at the table, but we still haven't got to receive equal rights. So we just say thank you. Lord, I ask a blessing for each and every one who's listening. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would bless their homes, that make their homes homes of love, homes of prayer, and homes of peace. Now, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would build us up where we're torn now and strengthen us, Lord, where we're weak. But, Lord, you know where we stand in need of. And if anyone's sick, Lord, we pray for healing. We pray for blessings, Lord. We ask for a special blessing upon Reverend William, Lord, as he set forth the different radio programs that he set forth that can go out and teach others about ourselves because we don't have a program to teach us about ourselves. We learn about someone named Christopher Columbus. We learn about other people or white folk that didn't do what they say they did. And 
who lie and said that they don't let uh, Jefferson and Clark, who was supposed to find a pathway to the West to go out to California, not letting you know that it was a black man that led them through it, not letting them know that it was a black man that, that, that discovered the North Pole. Uh, but if you read in depth, you'll find it out that it's true. Now, Lord, I just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to study and, and just the fortitude and the, just me being wanting to learn. I thank you. Now, again, thank you, Lord, for those who tuned in to uh, History Talk tonight. And, again, we ask that you continue to bless Reverend Williams and, and each and every one who's listening. Lord, I don't hate anyone. And by me standing up teaching about blacks does not mean that I hate whites. I have a hatred. But it's time that we tell the truth about history, the origin of mankind, where we came from, the old deep gods around Kilimanjaro. That's where life started from. The Bible says, teaches us, Lord, and your word teaches us about the Guyon and the Pishon River, the Blue Nile and the White Nile, Nile River. That runs straight out through Africa and the lower parts that ran straight through around Mount Kilimanjaro, one of the tallest mountains in the world. No, we thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for knowledge. We thank you for wisdom. And we thank you for our, our ancestors, Lord, who came here before us and survived all the low-down things that happened to them that we might live. I thank you and I praise you. Now, Lord, as we leave this station, this radio station, we pray we never leave for from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the love of God, rest the rule in the Bible, use his form, prayer more. God, children, say amen. I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's nothing you could ever do about it. Good night. People, I love you. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through it all. No matter what the cost. We're a family. Yeah, you and me. Hey, we'll make it through the pain, the rain, and all the trouble by ourselves.
another day, another day. Take for granted that y'all gave us all new life. But we need to learn to love each other. Humanity. Have a peaceful word to say. Have a peaceful place for kids to run. Yeah, you and me. Thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio, where we are breaking chains. Brought to you by United Theological Seminary and Bible College at Roots, Louisiana. God bless you. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.